All right, what's up, y'all? It is Will here with Schedule Fly, and I got Sean Dagnan on the phone. Uh, Sean was actually uh, in our second book, uh, so we've known him for f- quite a while, and uh, is up in Raleigh, North Carolina. Has two places, Koan and Soka. And uh, Sean, I, I appreciate you taking the time to do this today, my friend. Thank you. Um, so. What is your status with your two places? Are y'all doing anything right now, takeout, or are you just closed completely? We uh, we are doing takeout. Uh, we've transitioned to also offer some uh, grocery uh, from some of our local vendors. Oh, good. Um, they have a different supply chain, right? Yes, they do. Okay, good deal. I'm glad y'all been able to do that. Yeah, and we um, are offering delivery as well, so in an eight to 10 mile radius from each restaurant. We're delivering not just, you know, our regular takeout, but we're doing um, local grocery and also uh, like meal kits uh, that you can assemble at home. How are you um, orchestrating the ordering process for that? Do you, do you, is that something people are doing on your websites or? Yeah, we, uh, we used our, um, partner uh tabletop media uh to kind of reconfigure the website into a store okay and uh so you can go online and um our team's done a pretty good job of like like taking pictures and and posting them so it looks like a i don't know pretty legit it's not quite your full grocery store but it's more like uh kind of like a full service bodega in fact the the one at soco we're calling the soco bodega Nice. I hear you. Oh, is it, and a lot of it's probably, is, is it like milk and bread and things like that? Or what are some of the main yeah. things you are selling? Meat, I guess? Yeah, lo- yeah, local milk, local eggs, making our own bread. Nice, man. Dang, that sounds pretty good right now. <laughs> um, well, okay, well then congrats on being able to make that quick transition like that. And that's one of the great things about small business, independently owned businesses, is the ability to you know, when necessary, make what in this case would be a, a significant transition to the business model in a very short period of time. It's also the value of having a local partners like uh, Tabletop Media there uh, for your website. So really glad to hear that. Um, what What is it meant to business so far? I mean, are you, you know, you've obviously lost the main source of the revenue of people coming in and stuff, but I'm sure you're these other uh, channels have, have ramped up. So how are you doing in terms of your, you know, just overall um, uh, business that you've seen compared to, you know, what you would have expected this time of year? Um, well, it was, uh, it was Drew, our chef at Cohen that um, kind of uh, develop, developed the whole grocery idea and delivery idea um, because he was getting, uh, calls from his like local purveyors um, about how they they were sitting on stuff, you know, and things were going to go bad if uh, they didn't have, you know, outlets for it. And so that kind of um, started the brainstorm of how could, what what can we offer people, um, local milk, local eggs, things like that. And uh, and then we just kind of added to the store over time. And it's not, it's definitely not business as normal. We're not, you know, um, we'd be going into Easter, Mother's Day graduation right now. Yeah. Um, and that's not, you know, we're not, we're not at those levels at all. But uh, 
Um, I would say that we're at almost 25% of our sales um, doing it this way, which is kind of crazy considering, you know, how busy we would be. We have really big restaurants that seat over 200 people. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, Hey, you know, 25% uh, something right now. We'll take it. Are you, um, do you own your, either of your buildings or are they both leased? Uh, they're both leased. We have the option to purchase the one and carry. Um, that, that's kind of off the table right now. <laughs> yeah, sure. Sure. Well, I mean, the, uh, Soka, I mean, y'all were hit early with this, right? Didn't, wasn't there somebody, I mean, this was like when, like before any, there were even any rules or restrictions or anything in place. Yeah, it was like the first of March. We, we won the lottery. We had the first gentleman with a case of COVID-19 eat at Soka on Saturday night when he got back from uh, Washington state and we were notified by uh, CDC and DHHS. Um, and we got a professional cleaning crew in and, uh, we're, we were only open for dinners, uh, at that point. So, uh, they came in and they cleaned um, from early in the morning till four, and then I did it again the next day with a different uh, company that did different things that sterilized things. And uh, so we weren't actually closed at Soka, but uh, we were affected first. And um, we had some local like uh, restaurant support where people came in. I had friends come in and like leave thousand dollar tips for the staff because they knew that you know we were going to get hit first and um you know it, eventually it ended up affecting everyone but uh it was it was a nice show of support right out of the gate yeah that's good to hear yeah you I mean, you said the first I mean, it was literally like the first person not not just in the area but in, in north carolina i believe yeah, north carolina, yeah. yeah okay well um okay so did you do the um have you gone through the uh, ppp application process I did. I did it for both um, restaurants, and uh, I, I'm being told that uh, uh, we bank with BB&T. I'm being told that our application made it through BB&T's underwriting, um, and it's sitting on the SBA desk with a loan number. Um, I don't know, don't know uh, if that means that the funds have been reserved for us, and they're coming now, or they're coming in the second round, if that happens. Um so, yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat as most people. Yeah, who knows? I mean, I, I was told that if you have a PLP number, that means you're going to get funds. But then I've, uh, I, I don't know that I necessarily think that's 100 percent accurate. Yeah, I mean, it sounds great. Totally it, it. Exactly, yeah. you can't really rely on that stuff now. I believe that it's just nobody really knows. The whole thing's kind of a cluster. So, um, well. And not really designed extraordinarily well for restaurants, although that you know, that may change. But um, boy, it's been a yeah, it's just sort of been a maelstrom of just daily <clears throat> information overload uh, to the point that you're not even sure what what's accurate and what's not. Um, so, well, okay, well, and, and the people involved not knowing what's accurate, no, what's not. them the not knowing the bankers. Bank. Yeah, nobody knows. <laughs> I wonder who does know. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody really does. Okay, so uh, now Cohen, how long has Cohen been open? Uh, we opened uh, in November of last year. November, okay, because that was what you opened after you, they didn't Red Hat didn't renew the lease at um, for Buku in downtown Raleigh. So Cohen's out there. Are you are you on the SAS campus or somewhere near there? 
We're right across the street. It's in a building uh, owned by SAS. But it's yes. in a building owned by SAS. It's where okay. On used to be, On Cuisines. Oh, yeah, Michael okay. King's first restaurant. Yeah, my folks live there at Exit 287. Uh, my dad and stepmom yeah. live there. Um, and uh, good area. Good landlord you got this time around. Uh, um, Great. The best landlord. Yeah, for sure. They take care of us. They're, they're, they gave us a letter. One of the last things they did uh, before they you know, uh, stop going to work across the street. They sent us a letter and told us not to worry about paying rent for three months. And that was really <sighs> kind of them. Wow. Well, you hope you'll start hearing more and more of that. Um, I'm getting, you know, I'm talking to owners around the country and it just depends. Okay. It is so specific to each landlord and their philosophy. And quite frankly, they're, level of denial i think because right. what sas went back they went down and they said okay this is not just a little one month this is gonna you know this is gonna impact people for a while let's let's be realistic let's have a long uh view of this and i think that's a wise way to look at it because you know playing hardball isn't really going to get you a whole lot right now if you run off your tenant you're not going to have anybody fill that spot for lord knows how long um so i'm really glad to hear that that's the case for y'all uh what are some, you know, it's it's hard to really process this in the sense that we don't know when restrictions are going to let up. The time period kind of has been, you know, it's been pushed back a few times. Even when it is let up, will people come back out like they used to? What, you know, what restrictions will there be on the number of people you can have in your building? I mean, with all that, man, like, I'm just fascinated with asking people like yourself right now, how do you plan for this? You know, the, the short term, there's one thing, and you all have been able to adjust quickly and maintain some, some sense of, you know, revenue, 25% at least. But what about six months from now, a year from now? What, what are your thoughts about that? Yeah, uh, I think we're fortunate in that we've been able to sustain some amount of business. It keeps us coming to work yeah. every day, and it helps us, you know, visualize together as a team what it might look like right in the future uh i think that would be a lot harder if we were all in our separate homes you know not um not spending time together talking talking this through um and certainly we don't know what the future will hold but it probably is some combination of what we're doing now Mm. and uh and what we were doing before so i i would expect in fact, we've did, we've done some of these like grocery deliveries and things like that um, uh, to the same households, you know, three and four times now. So it would be weirder to just end that relationship at this point than it would be to you know um, just go back to normal or whatever normal is uh, when we get going again. I uh, our, our pastry chef at Con, I think he said it best. Uh, he's He's got a great, um, uh, beautiful accent. And he's, uh, they're not going to buy our zucchini anymore, but uh, <laughs> they probably will, you know, buy his uh, um, cookie dough, uh, you know, and his, uh, oh, yeah. you know, the things that are unique to us. Yep. You know, um, I, I think that that might be something that lasts longer. You know, you might still be able to get a hot pot meal kit, you know, to take to a hospital uh, or, or something like that, you know, like, um, I don't, and I don't see people coming back in, you know, huge quantities right out of the gate. Like, I think when we first shut down everyone, my good friend Niall at, uh, oh, no, yeah. he said he was gonna, 
pour 300 shots of Jameson when this thing was all over. And I don't know that that's necessarily how how we're going to uh, uh, you know celebrate um, when when this is over. I think it's going to be more like you'll feel you know you'll feel lucky to go out um, with your significant other to celebrate your anniversary, just the two of you, or you know just to be able to go out. Um, yeah. And I would think that sitting on a patio might be more comfortable for some versus sitting inside. And I mean, we're lucky to have giant restaurants, so it won't be that hard for us to pull the tables far apart and have less of them. But, um, I don't know how you do it in like a one storefront with a bar in the way. Like that, That'll be tough, you know? Yeah, for sure. Well, yeah, well, I'd like to have one of those shots if he does pour them, but um, yeah, it's uh, uh, yeah, it is hard to it is hard to know, and I can't imagine. I think you know you made a good point that being at least you're there and, and planning. I mean, the, the isolation is tough psychologically, period. And then trying to plan for so much unknown would be even more challenging. Uh, so I'm glad you are able to do that. Uh, the um your team how, how how is your staff managing through all this um well we're, we're, we get together we get together every monday and talk about it and uh and talk about where we're at and we give everyone kind of a free opportunity to you know um there are some people that uh right out of the gate like wanted to go ahead and just file unemployment and not you know they they were either more concerned about their health risks or maybe who was at home. Um, and so, uh, we, we went down from almost a hundred employees to like 12 employees, um, uh, you know, in the very beginning. And then, um, so the 12 of us get together and talk, talk it through. And we little by little, as this delivery and takeout has grown, we've been able to add some people back. Um, Hmm. Some of, those, some of those people being people that didn't qualify for unemployment for whatever reason. They had another employer that didn't file correctly or, you know, maybe they didn't make enough during that time period that they were looking at. So uh, so we brought some of the people back that didn't qualify for unemployment. And then um, everyone else, uh, we were able to, I don't know, somehow keep paying them what they were making and... Uh, and uh, we, we were open to discussing reductions in salaries, but we haven't had to do that yet, thank God. Yeah, um, good. So, so basically I held on to my top-tier um, management and, you know, like culinary crew, and, uh, and that's, that's how we've sustained uh, this past month. Um, we're looking to, you know, obviously if the PPP money comes through, we, we, we would look to bring people back um, uh, earlier, uh, and maybe add to the takeout and delivery. Um, are y'all doing your own delivery or are you using a third party? We are. Okay. Have you, we are, I I had already, uh, looked into the insurance for it, um, uh, for valet parking. And, uh, and so we were already paying that. And so, uh, doing, uh, delivery within eight to 10 miles were covered on insurance. Um, and then, uh, I looked into, you know, the other 
options for delivery and they're just very very expensive i'm sure that you've talked to people you know some of these companies taking 30 percent 30 percent yep yeah it's not a reasonable amount of money well it's great that you are able to do that man i mean if you can do your own i mean that's a lot of money you're saving off off the top uh being able to do that i mean i'm sure that having the insurance obviously has an expense but um but not 30 percent per order um so no and it gives our servers and you know, tips posters and things uh you know some pocket money yeah i bet people are tipping well right now we've got some we've had some really generous tips yeah yeah that's good to hear good to hear i think people are we've talked i've talked to a lot of folks on this podcast about this man i think people are really uh this is this is an opportunity for people to stop i mean because we don't have a choice to stop and slow down our lives and think about what we value and what's important, what's not important. Here, a lot of people really seem to be rem- remembering how much they value their local independent restaurants. Um, when you can't go there, you realize, man, I miss that place. I miss Cohen. I miss Soka. Um, and I miss the various, you know, people around the country are thinking that and they value the hospitality and service and great delicious food and drinks that y'all offer and you know it's it's good to be able to get it for through takeout but there's nothing like that experience of being served by folks like you and your team sean so i think you know people are it, it's interesting because i think they will change their habits a lot and you will it, be able to expand in the sense of you know some takeout and delivery and groceries and things like that uh, and then I think, you know, once people kind of get comfortable being out in public again, man, they're going to be thankful for a long time that, that they can go somewhere and sit and be served and, you know, enjoy hospitality and not feel like they're having to be cooped up in their house and do this, you know, on their own all the time. I, um, and, and independent restaurants are where they're going to go because they know that y- y'all are, you know, that you're local, the money stays in the community. They know you, um, they care about you, and, and uh, you know, once this settles, I, I think it'll be a, a good thing, net all in for y'all, because you'll probably have a tighter run business in some ways and, and more revenue streams and things like that, and then just, you know, fans and customers that really, really remember how much they appreciate what y'all do. Yeah, and I think those, those things will come together over time. I, I mean, I think we also... Uh, we miss some of our fellow employees, uh, you know, being there every day. Uh, we miss our guests yeah. too. Um, certainly, we're not getting FaceTime with a, some people that would come, you know, a couple times a week. Um, yeah. And uh, and I think we, you know, one of the advantages of being um, still open to whatever degree is that you um, you start to remember what people wanted from you and it wasn't just food it was experiences and so yes. we're starting to put together you know we just put together our first like brunch um like box uh at Cohen so that you can kind of have a a brunch you know at, at your home the way we would do it if you know you'd been with us for easter or mother's day or whatever um we might do something like that for cinco de mayo it's okay you know like things for birthdays and anniversaries because that's what people came to celebrate and um over time you know i think that's what they want we might be adding flowers and things uh as we get closer to mother's day just Mm. 
because it's it. a whole, you know, experience. Uh, it's not, it's not just sustenance, obviously. One hundred percent, man. Well, look, you know, necessity is the mother of all invention. They say, right? And right now, it's necessary <laughs> to be creative. And this is what's so great about the. I mean, th- this sucks. Let, let me, let me. You know, that's our foundation here. But, but within this, the silver linings are the the creative process, the iterations, the trial and error, the um, you know, the, the necessity to get really thoughtful and creative with what we offer and why we offer it and how we offer it. And, you know, so it's, uh, those, those that, you know, the folks that make it through this, uh, are going to come out on the other side, um, stronger and better. And, um, you know, there'll be, some won't, but, um, you know, one of the problems that y'all have had for a long time, y'all being your whole industry, uh, people I talk to all over the country has just been finding and keeping good people. And, yeah. That's because everybody's been employed. I mean, there's been you know, almost no unemployment. So, you know, unfortunately, uh, in some ways, you know, the, it's, the less people are going to have jobs. And so you're going to have, you know, a, a better opportunity to find great people that really, really want to be a part of the team and be a part of the team for the right reasons and not just as a, a job. So um, a lot of good things will come out of this uh, ultimately if, if we, you know, with the short term. Yeah, pain. I agree. Yeah. And I, and I think, um, people in our industry, uh, who obviously do this for, um, a lot more reasons than money because <laughs> there's just easier ways to make money. Yep. But, uh, um, I think that they've always, uh, seen every challenge as an opportunity, uh, to grow and learn and, yeah. and um, change. And so, uh, I, I don't think this is any different. Um, for us, being able to do it in real time together as a team, uh, I really look at as um, uh, I just feel really fortunate that we're able to stay together right now um, to, you know, to the level that we are. And um, and I think, you know, when other teams get back together, they'll have shared stories or, you know, um, yep. experiences that they'll bring back. And, uh, you know, we look, we look forward to maybe having a, a whole wall on our um, in our restaurants dedicated to um, while we were apart. I think there's at least one painting or picture or whatever that everyone could add to it uh, about our time apart and just kind of remember this time. Ah, that's awesome. That's a really cool idea. I love this, man. I am getting so many great, positive, thoughtful ideas from uh, you and your peers, every conversation I have. And that's what um, we're really thankful to be able to do this um, <clears throat> because, you know, people listening, people are listening all over the, I mean, everywhere, you know, all over the country, yeah. this kind of stuff right now. And it's part of it's a little bit cathartic and part of it's just, you know, knowing nobody's, you know, everybody's dealing with the same stuff. And part of it's just coming up with ideas from each other. Uh, that's a, These are phenomenal ideas. So, um, well, look, man, I appreciate the time i know everybody listening does and we are proud to serve y'all uh at both your locations and thankful for that opportunity and, and thankful that um you know uh that we have the opportunity to do this today sean so just really appreciate you doing this and you know where i am of course anytime if i can do anything for you brother i'm i'm around thank you very much well appreciate what you do too yeah man absolutely all right y'all take care tell everybody hey and uh when 
when when this is done, uh, I can promise you the next time I'm up to see uh, Dad and Nancy, we will. Uh, we're coming to Cohen, man, for sure. No doubt about it. All right. All right, brother. Thanks, Take care. See you. Talk to you soon. All right, Bye. Bye.